You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. The following is a close to the heart presentation in association with the PFC Podcast Network and has been rated L for mature audiences only. Some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of a family under 18 years of age. I'm Jason Klaus, and over the course of my life, I have done a lot of different things, worn a lot of different hats. But this may be my greatest endeavor yet. Welcome to my show, and on here we will discuss a variety of different topics from sports to entertainment to pop culture, but above all else, we will discuss how we can make a positive difference for ourselves and for those in and around our lives. I may go on rants, I may go on sidebars, but it all comes from the heart. Welcome to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. Hey everybody, welcome to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. I'm Jason Klaus. I certainly appreciate you tuning in this week as I do each and every other week. Um, So this week is going to be something, a little bit of a departure in terms of what you have been used to listening to for the last forever. (laughs) Uh, Listen, it it is very timely. It is uh, much appreciated, and it is long overdue. Returning to the show is my co-host from her home in Newark, Ohio, via Skype, Nikki Felsoni. Nikki, hi. Hello, hello. Ooh, I like that applause. Listen, the, it's it's been a long time coming, you know what I mean? Um, it seems like it has been months and months since the last time you've been on the show. And, um, listen, you've, I've tried to keep the listeners kind of up to speed, kind of, you know, let them know that, no, I haven't fired you. You're still (laughs) part of the network. It's still part of the show. Just, you know, you and Jesse and the family had. A lot of things come up that was unforeseen, and uh, you know, you obviously had to take time to take care of that. Um, by and large, uh, that part of it is kind of in the rear view for the time being. So now we can hopefully get back to a regular recording schedule here. Because make no mistake about it, you here were missed by our oh, loyal listeners. Oh, thank you so much. I, you know, I honestly, when I was listening weekly, I, I missed hearing myself too. So, <laughs> listen, I. <laughs> that's fun. Um, it, but it is because, like, I listen on my commute. You know, I've, I've got a, a pretty lengthy commute to work, so sometimes um, I actually participated in the podcast. You just didn't know it, so like you'd be saying something, and then I'm just driving and talking to you while I'm driving. I'm like, well, this is what I would have said here. And I was like, ooh, I probably wouldn't have said that. And ooh, ah, okay, well, eh, too far. Reel it back in. (laughs) But I digress. I mean, considering uh, my extended absence, uh, you you kept things afloat, and I appreciate that. I tried. (laughs) I tried. Listen, um... A lot of shit has changed, Nicole, since the last time you and I were able to record original content. 
Um, And it's not like I don't, you know, I have this lack of shit that I can come on the air and talk about for an hour at a time. Um, (laughs) But it was a weird dynamic because, like, you you were a constant for a long time. And like, I got used to that dynamic, you know, the bouncing back and forth and, you know, actually having a conversation, Mm -hmm. um, you know, tea time has been on hiatus at, as has Wendy's world. And like, it was like this show. And then we, we launched the real podcast with Amy Sheridan and, um, and subsequently we have since in the process of relaunching the, the turnbuckle time machine. But it, I, I mean, it just hammered home the fact because I have people to bounce things off of on those other programs where I come in here and it's like, it's me, myself and I, and it's like, oh, man, it had been a while. Cause that's how the show started. It was originally just me here talking before you came on board, mm-hmm. but you know, you, it's a completely different mindset, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm having a conversation with myself, but I'm trying to, you know, direct it towards the, the audience so that they feel engaged. And I'm not sitting here talking in, in the third person and shit, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Oh, absolutely. Um, but I mean, make absolutely no mistake about it. There has been no lack of um, inspiration. We'll say, or uh oh yeah (laughs) listen i'm gonna tell you something right now and i you know you you said that you listened every week even when you were on sabbatical and like i think and, and not only that but like you know me you've known me for a long time you know 27 years yeah I mean, you know, I sat back and thought about it the other day, and it's like you and Amy, who are, you know, the established co-hosts on your respective, you know, you know, shows that you appear on, like you two are among the 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 select few that have known me for that length of time. Mm -hmm. You know, it is just insane as as to how long. So my point here is. Like I I know you you could tell when things were starting to uh, take a shift is is what I'll say it started to shift into a different direction that I had not anticipated or 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 things of this nature mm-hmm. and I mean you were you've been even though you haven't been on the show we've been in somewhat contact just kind of yeah. keeping up and. You know, how's things going with Jesse and the kids? You guys doing all right? You know, and vice versa. And, yeah. you know, there had been a couple of weeks where, you know, I, I was letting you do your guy. You know, once you told me what was happening, and I certainly mm-hmm. wasn't going to put that out on the air, but I was like, okay, you know, she's she's going through her shit. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do the show. Mostly we'll be solo. But I was drawing the topics from inspiration that was happening in real life, mm-hmm. you know, either to me or to somebody I knew somebody that was close, someone, you know, cause I know a lot of people and, and for whatever reason, a lot of those people, like they confided me with things that I, you know, I will say this when, when I make a promise to somebody that they're going to tell me something, and they make me promise not to say anything. I don't say anything. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I've got like this ball of information about my friends and, you know, you know, and other people that I work with and things of this nature that I don't necessarily think I really need to be fucking knowing. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. um, but you, you pay you picked it up like on week one, because I, I went back and listened to it. I'm like, Oh my God, I could tell the difference. Mm -hmm. And I don't like listening to myself, but like, I felt like I got hung up 
a few times during the show. So I had to go back and listen to it so I could cut it out. And I, holy shit. I was like, I can't put this out here. But at the same time, I was so crushed for time. I had to put something out. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. it it's, a, it's raw. It, you know, it was a raw topic you know, stemming from raw emotions and things of this nature. Mm -hmm. So um, I say all that to say, thank God that you're back here on the show. So I've got <laughs> somebody to annoy the shit out of. It is so good. <laughs> in all seriousness, it is so good to have you back. Well, I am so happy to be back. So bring us up to speed. How's things in the fine metropolis of Newark? Oh, boy. Um, where do we start? Cool, right? Where do we start? Um, as you mentioned, uh, things in life have kind of settled down for the most part. Um, and again, just I'll just briefly breeze through some of it. Um, as you know, Jesse's life prior to me was uh, a little high conflict. And so that situation represented itself in the spring as it does every two years and so we dealt with all of that again for our uh, summer and some schedule adjust adjustments for the older two kids um ultimately not a lot of change for us just a lot of just unnecessary um i want to say drama but just putting people through a lot of just bullshit, truthfully. Unnecessary and, turmoil. Yes, exactly, exactly. And I think it was kind of something that, um, that I had shared with you earlier this week was a video that I saw. And of course I should have looked up the quote, but pretty much realizing that even though I was, in essence, a target in the situation, it really wasn't about me, ultimately. It was about how this person feels about themselves. Mm -hmm. And that, for whatever reason, my existence negatively impacts this person's self-confidence i don't i don't know how else nicely to put that no like, I'm, I'm just authentically being myself and being who i am i'm not trying to compete i'm not trying to dim anyone's light i don't need i don't need to dim someone else's light for me to shine i'm just going to be authentic and be me and all those pieces and parts and i'm sorry if that's too much for you and, and, and i'm sorry if that makes you uncomfortable own your shit. Be your own person. Your self-confidence, your self-esteem is not my responsibility. So I'm not going to be less than because you don't feel like you're enough. So that's squashed. That's behind us. Um, we are still continuing to work um with the behavioral and autism center for our youngest we are still waiting since april for our next evaluation for him um he started kindergarten this week he had his first official day yesterday how was and that it went well we okay. have an app that we're able to communicate with the teacher and she said he's doing really well so he had a phase in day on Wednesday where it was just like a third of the class there. And he's, he came home. He's like, I ate all my lunch. And I was like, that's fabulous. I'm super proud of you. Um, he has a new Dino Nuggy lunchbox. So, I mean, that was a big selling point. Sure. And so, um, yeah, so we'll see. I will say that on open house night, we took a big bouquet of flowers to the school secretary because her desk is right outside the principal's office. And we went in and introduced him to the secretary because I assume inevitably he will end up in the principal's office. So we want to make sure that we have established ourselves and that we're not complete and total derelicts. So here we are. We brought you some flowers. 
Um, oh my God, Nicole. Mom, mom <laughs> is not intentionally raising a heathen. It just, you know, it is nature versus nurture, and this is where we're at. And uh, yeah, so, so far, so good. He, uh, Jesse and I put him on the bus yesterday morning for his first official day and talked to the bus driver. And, you know, we took some pictures ahead of time with his little sign and all of that. And his first day of kindergarten t-shirt and he got on the bus and I had put my phone away to talk to the bus driver and then the bus, he like closes the door and he goes to pull away and his little head like pops up over the glass and he starts waving that tiny little arm feverishly at me and I bawled. Sure you did. Like I was okay and I was super excited for him and happy and I was like, that was like an immediate core memory for me. Just seeing his little face and he's smiling and he's so happy and his tiny little arm just like waving feverishly like, bye. And I was like, oh my God. So, but and I was okay. And so we shall see. Um, we've been very open and honest and forthcoming. We've already had a discussion with the principal, just giving him a heads up like, hey, you know what? He's neurospicy. These are the things we're working on. These are the things that work. These are the things that don't work. Um, his teacher is a first year. It's her first year teaching. So she's either, and she's very young. So hopefully patient. Um, or going to seriously reconsider her job uh, choices, not her career, her career path. <laughs> so it could go one of two ways. So um, yeah, we shall see. But yeah, the, our older two are in football and cheer right now, and that practices three nights a week, and then games are on Saturdays, and we came right out of baseball season, which was several nights a week into football. It's just, my kids are living their best life, and I'm just the chauffeur. Like, it is what it is. I, you know, I, I say hi to Jesse in the morning. We're like two shifts passing in the night, but. That, uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> that resonates. I, yeah, I totally get it. Totally get it. Um, it's, it's, God damn. I, uh. Like you said that, and like a rush, <laughs> a rush of feelings just went from head to toe, man, just <sighs> that fast. I mean, it, it hit me that, I mean, like, wow, because I, I totally feel that. There, you know, the majority of the week, you know, with Brittany, I would see her like 10 minutes in the morning, and that was it. It was the 10 minutes that she came upstairs and got all of her stuff all all packed up and she was out the door to go to work. And because of her schedule and mine, I wouldn't see her until the next morning. Um, so, you know, the passing shift thing, like, like I get it, you know. So, but uh, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad that things are going well. For the most part, in the early, in the early stages, I and I don't mean to laugh, but when you're saying shit like derelicts and you know that you're not raising a little heathen, like I'm sorry, like I don't expect that, and like I'm like holy shit, man, she's just <laughs> coming out here with both barrels blazing. Uh, now the uh, the older two, how how was how was their first days? Everything went smooth with them, or? Yeah, yeah, they're um, in second and third grade, so nothing too crazy. Um, yeah, just getting back into the grind of homework and making sure we're going through everybody's folders, and they've already sent home fundraiser stuff. For Pete's cool. sake, for real? Yeah. yeah, it's so funny because, as you know, I'm, like, super involved with the older kids' school, and I just took the summer off. I was like, you know what? I need to, we're just, we just have a lot of moving parts and I just need to 
focus on some other things. So yeah, they, that came home this week. So the first week of school was, or the first day of school for the older two was the 17th and, um, fall fundraiser stuff came home this week. I'm like, good. I texted one of, you know, my friend that I was on the PTO with and I was like, wow, we're, we're starting early. (laughs) So, yeah. It seems like what, when we were in school, they at least waited like till week two, you know, like halfway through week two, that first full week, you know what I mean? Like they're not even getting a goddamn chance here to get acclimated. And now they're going to start, you know, shoving all this fundraiser stuff down, Mm -hmm. down their throats. And then, man, I see, I almost spilled my coffee and this shit would have been over. (laughs) We'll we'll try this again next week. (laughs) I, yeah. Listen, I, <laughs> I, I found this list, and later on in the show, when we're done, play, play, I, I, I was trying to pull it up because I thought about it. I'm like, oh, my God, where did I put it? This is a sidebar. We do these here on the show from time to time, in case you don't remember. Um, but I found this list, and like I, when, when I seen it, I was like, I cannot wait to read some of this when Nicole comes back on the show. So mm-hmm. I've, 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 I've been sitting on this goddamn thing and like I'm, I had to pull it up. So I knew exactly where it was at when it got to that time. So, um, back on track here. Um, yeah, my kids haven't started school yet. They start this coming Monday, the 29th. So it will be, uh, yesterday as this show drops. Yesterday okay. was their first day of school. So. Yeah. Pretty excited now, about it. Now, when do they finish? Well, sometime uh, June. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like it's like the second week in June, and that I feel like that's what it was this this past year. But they had some snow days to make up too. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, we had a stretch. It wasn't just snow. It seems like. Uh, do you guys you know, cancel school if it gets too cold? Once, once um, it dips below a certain temperature, they, they call it. Yeah, we get calamity, they call them calamity days. Um, we have, I don't think we've had to make up anything. I will say that the school district that my older two kids are in have blizzard bags that they put, um, they have, get like gallon sized Ziploc bags or, and it has like two or three days worth of work mm. and they send them home with students. They keep them in their backpacks. So in the event that we have um, inclement weather, they can use these blizzard bags and not have to use a calamity day. Ah. And they've also had um virtual days where it's something very similar to the blizzard bag they will send the work home and they will have virtual days and they did that when they had um, staff shortages due to um uh they were like the teachers were getting covid vaccines or were getting covid or just like other things that were coming up they did that so that to offset having to use actual calamity days. So it was a pretty intelligent way to do it. Um, and I will say that my kids get done before Memorial Day. No kidding. Yeah. So their last day of school is generally the Friday of like th- the Thursday or Friday um, before Memorial Day weekend. Wow. Yeah. Which Early. is nice because. If you can remember when we went to school, there was no air. Right. And it being so hot in June. Yeah, it was miserable. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I, I, yep, I remember that for sure. Yeah. And oh man, back to, I mean, you, you look back, where in the hell did the summer go? You know, we're at the, the end of August here coming into September Labor Day weekend is is a few days away 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? Where? Where did the time go? Like, I know where my time went. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I. Same. Same. I. I uh, it I came have, and went, and it was not overly enjoyable. <laughs> no, I. I will say there. There were. There were moments over the course of the summer that I really. I mean, there. These are the moments that are like burned into my brain and they will be there for the rest of my life because they just meant that much to me because obviously I pay a lot closer attention now to these moments in life. Like nothing, I, nothing, nothing of any significance is lost on me. You know what I mean? Like it could be the the course of a conversation. It could be a moment. It could be as a, a setting or a venue or things of this nature. Like I've got some that are just, uh, uh, like I said, I, you know, they they are going to last with me for the rest of my life. Um, and poor memory. <laughs> well, I mean, for real, because. At the time, it was, well, I'll give you a couple of examples if you want to hear them. I would love to. Nothing okay, would make great. me happier. Listen, don't be a smart ass. <laughs> I want to hear happy stuff. I want to hear happy, good stuff. <clears throat> well, I mean, and for anybody listening, I, I, I realize I'll, I'll say this and I'll talk about this. Be like, well, you know, what's the significance of that? Just trust me. To me. It was pretty damn significant, okay? Otherwise, I wouldn't have brought it up weeks, months later, you know? So, um, this is in no particular order, obviously, but... um, Brittany has this um, love for the water. And um, one of her most absolute favorite place is in Caseville. So uh, during the course of a Saturday, uh, she and I and the kids all piled in a couple vehicles and went up to Caseville for the day. And like just the, the look of, pure happiness on her face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, that really stood out to me because I hadn't seen her smile like that in quite some time. And like, she was just, she was, she was in her happy place. And, and, and it was awesome to observe that both, you know, up close and from afar, you know, um, she and I took, um, her younger two uh, girls to the drive-in one night. Went and saw Lightyear. Have you seen the the new Lightyear movie? Bits and pieces of it while the kids have been watching it. Yeah, I, I mean, have the parts that you've seen? Have you been impressed with it? Yes. Have you? Okay. I wasn't a fan. Really? Really? Like I wanted to like it, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I I mean maybe. Because we did go to an actual drive-in, and there was a lot of things happening around. Like you, I, I have this thing, man, where if there's a lot, a lot of people around, like my head is on a swivel, you know, because I don't want to ever be taken off guard by anybody for any reason. Jesse's the same way. Oh, for sure. For sure. Always. See, he and I, I feel like we are, you know. On yeah. the same level on so many in so many aspects. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> yep, fucking a for sure. Anyway, um, now the one that stands out. Um, I don't. I may have talked about this a couple of weeks back. I don't remember though. I know I put I put a post up about it on Facebook, but. Um, July the 24th was my brother's birthday, or is my mm-hmm. brother's birthday, however you want to say it. Sure. 
so obviously that's um you know that's a pretty emotional day right so um amidst a lot of other shit going on um i came up with this this idea that because Brittany and i were talking and and uh i had made mention that when he was younger when we were kids you know his birthday dinner go-to that he would have my mom make was was pepper steak with white rice with a cherry chip cake now uh britney's girls love baking so i'm like hey we are going to go to the store and get the stuff to make a cherry chip cake and um Along while those plans were being made, Brittany said, I will make the pepper steak and the rice and whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God. So. Um, Brittany had some running around to do, so the girls and I were were baking the cake like it was something the three of us were, were doing together. Right. And it got to the point to where like. We, we baked the cake, it was in the oven, we're doing good, but now came the time to make the frosting, and I don't know what the fuck happened, but it was it was not edible. And, like, one of the girls and me were sitting there, we're, like, scratching our heads, like, what went wrong here? You know, mm-hmm. Brittany came in at the last minute and saved the day, but, and it wound up turning out to be absolutely amazing. And the pepper steak and the rice and everything else that Brittany made tasted just like my mom's. Like that first bite, I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. Because if you recall, she replicated the birthday dinner that my mom made for me when we had our weekend in Traverse City. And wouldn't you fucking know it, it tasted just like my mom's. And... Yep. Yep. And um so like July twenty fourth is you know, is always gonna be that day. You know, it's gonna be a sad day, but I will have that memory to, to go along with it. So there will be a reason to smile at some point every day or every year on that day because oh, I will remember that. Now yeah. Um, a lot at the same time, you heard those, that thing where you can, um, for the lack of better terms, buy a star like you, I, I don't have the shit in front of me, but, um, you know, you spend whatever and you get a star and you can name the star after somebody. Mm -hmm. Well, Brittany did that and named it pure fairy in the sky and you know you download the app it gives you the exact coordinates i mean you can it will pinpoint pretty damn close which star is jeff's star and yeah it was it was pretty damn emotional you know um so I look at those moments over the course of, of the summer and, um, like I, I had, I had taken my kids out to, to dinner a few times. And like, if you ask them, they'll, they will tell you that at every, at, at least once at every meal that we've been, that we had been to, like I did something stupid that just had, had them in stitches. Like they want, we went through the drive-through because they wanted Boston coolers. So we went through the drive-through at Halo Burger and I went through the, yeah, it's not, no, 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 Nicole, it's not the same. Really? They they have new owners and the new owners have fucked it up. Oh, really? I have no problem saying that. Absolute dog shit. Really? That's one thing when Jesse and I come back to Michigan. We always have to get Halo Burger. He's obviously never, ha- he had never had it before. You know, he met me and stuff, but no, it's one of those things that, oh, that's so disappointing. Not a fan. 
Oh no, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. But anyway, I did the whole thing in my in my <laughs> my hillbilly announcer voice. Like, you know, with a real strong southern accent. And cool. uh so <laughs> we were pulling up to pick up, you know, for them to hand the kids Boston coolers out. And I'm like, Yeah, I got a question. These coolers. Are they really from Boston? Like, do you ship that shit in from Massachusetts? And like I was doing this whole thing in like Austin. <laughs> Couldn't like I I had not heard him laugh that hard in, in quite some time. And the girl working says, looks you know, looks around, she says, I don't know. This is my first day here. <laughs> Oh, bless your heart. Well, enjoy the rest of your night. We are out. <laughs> but, you know, it you know, there's there's moments I can look back on and like there this summer of 2022 provided moments that I will remember for the rest of my life. They were the ones I just laid out. Mm-hmm. But it seems like with the with the hustle and bustle and you know i i'm in, in some regard i'm sure it's it's this way with you but just a continuous string of bullshit that yeah. just keeps getting dumped on you as you're trying to yeah. navigate through one thing you got three more on the horizon coming at you and you're like what the yep. fuck so yep. now here we it's, are it's it's like standing in the ocean and the waves just keep coming and you're just trying to stand still just to keep your footing and it's like the waves are just you're like okay i made i i survived that wave here comes another one <laughs> like what what fresh hell will dawn bring today <laughs> you know but it's but i i will say through all of it my kids are thriving. They're doing well. They feel loved. They feel safe. Um, That's they're, huge. Making, they're making memories and um, raising them in a way. And that was something that I said to someone earlier this summer was, I want my kids to have a childhood that they don't have to spend the rest of their life recovering from. Boom. Wow. Pretty monumental. Like, I don't want grown, grown people shit to be their problem. And that's something that Jesse and I work really hard at stay out of grown folks business we can't control what other people say but we're very conscientious about what we say in front of our kids within earshot and they're always listening because they're nosy as fuck let's oh yeah they're kids they need to know everything yeah right we were the same way true uh but yeah so that's just one thing that I, I want them to be carefree. I don't want them to know that this is going on or that is going on because the the truth of life and society and mortgages and like, I want them to just be, their biggest problem is I lied about brushing my teeth or I have to clean my room. So. How much of... um. Because you you've made mention on the air, you know, previously and and in different episodes, you know, you you and Jesse have had, you know, you've had to deal with stuff with other parties that tend to make life a little bit more difficult, a little bit more more chaotic. Yeah. Uh, and I and like I I know you guys 
I know you well enough to know that you're going to do everything you can to keep them out of earshot of that. But like, mm-hmm. that's got to be pretty difficult, right? So, I mean, how much of what you guys deal with are they aware of? I mean, I, I realize that they're young and they probably don't understand 99% of it, but. I think kids are a lot smarter and pick up on things more than what adults give them credit for. I think kids can pick up on a vibe, a general sense of things aren't right or if there's friction. Um, And there was an issue earlier in the spring where it was very evident that other people again, as I mentioned earlier in the show, that other people feel threatened by just by my sheer existence. And um, it became very obvious that the, chi- that the children were being targeted because they do care for me, because they do love me, because they are bonded to me. Um, I am, as Jesse says, a safe place for them. I don't use them as emotional crutches. I don't share my big adult feelings about things with them. I don't burden them with financial discussions or anything like that. Um, And that became very evident that they're love for me made them a target for ridicule and negativity. So I made a conscious decision to withdraw myself to an extent to protect them. Because them showing any sort of acknowledgement um, affection, even greeting me, was perceived as problematic in um, by other parties. Just acknowledging my existence, saying my name, they were scolded or they were reprimanded for. So, I reshifted my focus to other things and it was incredibly difficult for me but it did alleviate some of that with me withdrawing from some interactions never in my house but more so with school and extracurriculars and that kind of stuff when you say withdraw I want to make sure I'm understanding this perfectly before I say what I'm fixing to say. When you say withdraw, are you talking about withdrawing from the kids in a public setting? From their activities. I um, resigned. I was set to be reelected as an officer for the um, school PTO, I was running unopposed (laughs) and going to be reelected. I resigned um, because apparently my um, association with the school made other people uncomfortable and being so involved made other people uncomfortable and they felt threatened by me. And In turn, my kids were being treated, it was impacting my kids negatively. I'll say it that way. I'm being very diplomatic about this because you know what I want to say, but at some point my kids are gonna hear this. So I'm very conscientious about what I say, what I share, because I always wanna be truthful I always want to be forthcoming and transparent, and I'm never going to say anything that will cause any sort of detriment to my kids. So 
I stopped going to my daughter's dance, stopped going to baseball. But again, at the same time, we were shifting and I was having to engage more with our five-year-old who was struggling with some things. So I don't really want to say happy accident, but the, the timelines afforded this opportunity for me to spend more quality one-on-one -on -one time with him. And it also alleviated some of this pressure that my older kids were receiving from other parties because of their interactions with me. But I will say, in my home, in our house, nothing has changed. I am their person. When they need something, when they need to confide something, when someone has been mean to them, when they don't feel well, when they, they know whatever it is, they have a bad dream, they come to our bedroom and they knock on the door. And we have a very good family unit. And I don't allow outside sources to diminish that. They tried. And actually, in essence, it made Jesse and I closer because we've 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 gone against that force on multiple occasions in an attempt to destroy what we have built. And it has only reinforced the foundation of what we've built together. There is nothing that brings two people closer together than the hatred of a third person. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> and, Listen, and, I, and, I, and I say hatred in jest simply because um, hatred would indicate that there's feeling. Yeah. There's so little feeling that it's indifference. I don't even care enough about you to hate you. And that, my friend, should bother you. <laughs> For sure. And it's... I appreciate the fact that you stayed in the diplomatic lane during all of that mm -hmm. because I'm over here I got a promo running around my head but when you said something to the effect of I don't want to say anything that my kids are going to hear that could make them think other any ill feelings whatsoever when you said that i took a step off the box because i was like okay this like i have i have feelings about this mm -hmm. i think um but you know on on one hand i have feelings about this because you're my friend and like I, I care about what happens with you and Jesse and the kids. Anytime kids are involved, you've got my attention. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, on the other hand, I I like I just I just want I just I, I will say it was very evident through this process after discussing with the different parts of the um legal teams I'll say that um it was very evident who the problem was and i will never say anything bad to my kids about other parties because that is half of them. Mm -hmm. So by telling them 
XYZ, that is like saying half of you is this. Right. Yep. And I think a lot of people in two household families don't realize that. Mm -mm. Because people want to say things about, oh, well, your, your parent did this or your, you know, this or that or whatever. You're putting your innocent child in a very peculiar situation. Because they are literally half of this person that you're saying all this horrible stuff about. So you're saying half of you is shit. Right. So. And I, again, had someone very wise, again, that was um, associated with our legal team say to me. Children eventually find out and realize exactly who the problem was and see things exactly how they are and it is going to hurt them when they have these realizations and you just have to be steadfast and strong and supportive because those realizations are going to flip everything on its axis. But I don't have to contribute to that flipping. Right. I just have to be that safe place for when things when things turn. So as long as I'm being authentic and honest and transparent with my kids, acting in their best interest, providing a safe home, loving and supportive. I can't control what other people do. Right. My realm of influence is this. <laughs> it's very small. So and and mm. we've I think I've said this to you before, or maybe you've said it. Just because someone acts like a clown doesn't mean I have to attend the circus. Yeah, that was actually the the topic of a show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. I don't. I don't. And I won't. It's so, so easy because I find myself obviously with you or with one of my best friends shit talking the situation. I am by no means. I mean, my moral high ground can be a marshland at times, but um, that doesn't say I don't completely shit talk but I will never do it in a place in a forum that would ever potentially damage my kids I can blow I can blow off steam and say whatever to my friends and know that it's not going any further than that but I'm not going to defame I'm not going to slander um yeah because that's how the last four years have looked for Jesse and I. Right. And the truth always comes out. It always does. Yep. And the view is much better from, from uh, taking the high ground. Like, damn it, I really want to say some shit. <laughs> I, hey, I do too, but let's, let's switch gears. Let me tell you. Yeah, I know. I know. Let's let's switch gears here. I want to read you a couple of things that uh, I found online here, looking for the exact title of this particular quote. Uh, people who posted something pretty wild and got away with it. Okay, okay. this <laughs> this makes me chuckle because I mean a lot of these are tweets. A lot of these are those reviews that you can put on online for for different businesses. Mm-hmm. Ranker.com. Are you are you familiar with Ranker.com? That's a fun little website. Yeah, I mean it doesn't compare to List. Woo! I was wondering yeah. if you're going to remember <laughs> that what that one was. That's pretty funny. Pretty funny. Okay. Yeah. No, it's certainly not List. Woo! But this one entertain me nonetheless. By the way. 
Hey, this there's like 27 of them here. Well, I obviously Ooh. not going to go through all of them, but I'm okay. going to find 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 the better ones that at least made me chuckle. Um, at John Cole, this is on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> A friend got his employment reviews back and was told he was performing with calculated mediocrity, and I think that is the most am- amazing phrase ever. And I feel like. I need to incorporate that into my vocabulary. Calculated mediocrity. Now, I when I read this, number one, I was at work. And number two, when I read it, all I had to do was like look up and around and like I I you and you and you and it like and I started giggling. You know people like this? A hundred percent. Pretty fun. hundred percent. Um <laughs> This one tickled me too. I hope I can say it without fucking it up. Uh, This was on this was on a Facebook post that had actually Mm -hmm. turned into into some sort of meme. A a student says, "I don't understand why my grade was so low. How did I do on my research paper?" The teacher responds, "Actually, you didn't turn in a research paper." You turned in a random assemblage of sentences. <laughs> in <laughs> fact, the in fact, the sentences you apparently kidnapped in the dead of night and forced into this violent and arbitrary plan of yours <laughs> clearly seemed to be placed on the pages against their will. Reading your paper was like watching unfamiliar, uncomfortable people in interacting at a cocktail party that no one wanted to attend in the first place. You, <laughs> you didn't submit a research paper. You submitted a hostage situation. <laughs> that is amazing. And I love that. Oh, Christ. I was laughing so hard. I love that. I do, too. Okay. <clears throat> This is, uh, I don't know if this is Instagram or what. Title says, stop casting famous people for romance movies. There's a little bit of banter back and forth, but this is the the one that got me. Stop casting for for movies. Let it be randomly selected uh, people, like for jury service. Sorry, can't legally come to work. I'm the new Batman. Because I know people that just, they like, if they if there was a way for them to be a real life Batman, they they would fucking do it in a heartbeat. They want to be Batman, like in in every way, shape, or form. <laughs> oh shit! I lost my spot. Hey, stand by. Give me uh, a bit. No, I hit the wrong button, and things things were going to skew. Um. Another thing that we're going to have to do here once we get rolling back is uh, reading song lyrics again because I still get I still get questions about that <laughs> submissions, as it were. Uh, I'm I'm high. I made this hamburger helper with no milk. This shit tastes like cargo pants. Why do you know what cargo pants t- taste like? Says one responder. They reply, I be in situations. <laughs> oh, okay. That sounds alarming. Uh, oh, do you want to hear something really gross? And it's a complete side note, sidebar. It's super okay. gross. All right. I'll be super duper fast about it. We got the um, the jelly belly. I don't know if you've done this with the kids. The jelly belly like imposter beans or whatever and they have some that look like regular flavors and they have some that are horrible flavors yeah we did this this summer with the kids and anthony our oldest he's eight he'll be nine in like a month and he got one of the green ones which was either juicy pear or booger oh and 
For real, he, booger? Yes. And he puts it in his mouth, and I was like, and he didn't make a face. And I was like, so did you get the pear? And oh, he's no. like, no, I don't think so. Oh, no. So <laughs> he's, he's like, oh. it's kind of peppery. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was like, oh, so what you're saying is you're a booger eater. And he's like, well, it doesn't taste like bad. I just looked at Jesse and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, good to know. Good to know, booger eater. Oh, right. Anyway, proceed, please. I just, I, again, I just, I just had to interject that. No, that's, that's. That's, I love being a boy not, mom, though. I tell you, I yeah. I don't know. It's probably because I'm gross and I have like the sense of humor of, of a twelve year old. I think farts and boogers are hilarious. But anyway, you proceed. <laughs> well, I found this tweet. Okay. Um. At at uh, Caleb says things. C- Caleb says things. Nicole. Okay. All he right, says Caleb on this particular, yeah, well, on this particular occasion, he says, I met a person so annoying t- tonight that talking to them felt as if they were a robot designed in a, in a lab in hell by my enemies to be released uh, into the world on a mission to find me and push every button I have with the precision of a monster so evil, only I myself could have created it. I feel like <laughs> that gentleman needs to go talk to somebody. Yeah. A little bit nervous there. And all right, the rest of these kind of suck. So, um, well, you know, we were able to play catch up. We had a giggle yes. or two. I feel yeah. like this is, uh, and we just, uh, we did just crossed over the hour mark. I feel like this is a good, uh, good, uh, catch up episode as it were. Yes, we we really haven't caught up too much with you, but you know. well, the book will be out in in early spring. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, still, you know, a working title is um, "Excuse the Mess." Welcome to the shit show. Um, oh, I like that. <laughs> I do like that. Uh, actually, that just totally came off the top of my head. I don't know why those two random phrases, you know, collided like that. But be that as it may, what if that was actually a thing now? Now that's going to spark an idea. What if I wrote a book? Because, I mean, I, I have children's books written. Obviously, they're not published. They're not even fucking illustrated. But I have the words written. And, yep. Um, the only thing stopping you is you. Well, and money, and time, and uh, I mean, there's just a a potpourri of. Now, I mean, I I guess I could take like my laptop in to work with me and stuff like stuff when I am, uh, you know, if there's any downtime on breaks, that type of thing, we can, uh, you know, break it out and write something. But damn. And that seems like an awful lot of work. So I don't know. Let's focus on the podcast for right now and try to build this network. And then I could do this full time. Then I can have all the time in the world to write a book, right? Okay. I was going to say, you you really never uh, shirk away from work. So let's be real. Well, listen. if I could do this full time, I'd be the happiest dude you, you'd, you'd ever meet. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, same. Same. For real. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's go ahead and put a bow on this. It was awesome for you for for you to be back on the show, play catch up, and uh, hopefully we can do back to back weeks for the first time since like 2021. Um, <laughs> no kidding. Uh, anybody who's got any questions, comments, feedback, show topic ideas, anything of that nature. Head on over to KlausToTheHeart.net. All of our contact information is on there. Or find us on Facebook, and you can send us a direct message there. For Nikki Falsoni, I'm Jason Klaus. Go go out and be awesome to yourselves and to each other. Make a positive impact in somebody's life this week. We'll, We'll be back here next week with a brand new episode 
of the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. Have you checked out our new podcast here on the network? If you're looking for niceness, this is not it. Nope. <laughs> real topics, real conversation. Of course, you had to go open up a can of worms. I did. And probably a little bit of controversy. Or, like, I'm, I'm very blunt or whatever. It, it's only because, like, I really try to, like, say what's on my mind. It is, like, you kind of knew what was... If you know who I am and you know what kind of person I am, like, you knew it was coming. I'm Jason Klaus. Join me and Amy Sheridan every week on The Real Podcast on the PFC Podcast Network.